Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Let's enter into today's meeting with Jesus with this prayer of consecration. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me, and I in you. In the times of peace, the hours may bring. In the seasons of wilderness, that make me strong, in the freedom of surrender before your cross, in the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day, you in me and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. Our reading for today is entitled, Tell This Stone to Become Bread. And our scripture passage is from Luke 4, verses 1 to 3. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Consider this. Let's sit for a moment on the verb tell. It's a Greek word that also means command. The devil is telling Jesus to command something to use his power to meet a personal need. And this is how the three temptations, which reflect the broader test behind this all, begin. Jesus, use your power, presence, and prestige for personal gain. There it is. Yield cruciform love for others to the inward desire to be known and loved by all. Yield suffering for gain. Yield your name as the beloved Son of God. Yield the name Jesus, the Lord saves. Save yourself. Preserve yourself. Let the world suffer while you sip a margarita. Look around at all the margarita sippers with wealth and power who deign to help alleviate some suffering in the world, but rarely to the point of their own suffering. Giving the kind that breaks chains, will always cost us something. Our skin will be in the game. Our blood will be in the battle. That is cruciformity. That is entering into the pain and becoming one with that pain in order to truly break its shackles. The first temptation is not about bread. It is about power and its misdirection. Every abuse of power we have ever seen in the world, from the power to choose in the garden to the powers that war against the Lord and his anointed one in Revelation, is rooted in this temptation. The enemy of your soul and mine is after our power, our agency to act. If he can't remove it completely, making us feel powerless and falling into utter despair, 
then he will get us to misdirect and abuse others for our own benefit. Power used in the ultimate service of self affirms the enemy's grip on our lives. We can enjoy what God has given us, yes, but we cannot focus on keeping ourselves from suffering with the world by using our power to gain lordship over others. We cannot simply use our power for personal gain. Our examples of benevolence, even our most noble uses of personal agency, are too weak to stand alongside cruciform love in action. Benevolence is helping someone with my overflow, applying my goodwill and resources to their better fortune. But what if a friend has no extended family resources to receive any inheritance on either side of their family? What if jobs and saving has been a grueling struggle, exacerbated by a pandemic, and the person has a strong work ethic but lacks the natural or spiritual gift of generating money? What if their place in society fed that lack and they will experience great challenges when they are 70 years old and struggle to work? Where then is our agency to act with cruciformity, and how will we act in the world? It's in the hard and troubling moments that we must choose our path with our time, our energies, and our resources. We only have one life to live, and we choose to live it in the way of Jesus. Jesus had the power to turn that stone into bread. He chose not to. He's about to say why. But for the moment, Jesus is acting with cruciformity in his character set, and that virtue will set the path for his saving work among us. The Prayer Lord of the Wild, we have agency to act on our behalf, on behalf of those we love, and on behalf of those to whom you send us. Help us to discern how to use the power that runs through our hands and influence. Teach us the way of love, that the power we have might find its roots in the greater contextualizing power of love. In Jesus' name, amen. The question. Is there an area of your life where you have the ability to guide circumstances and you are choosing to act in love with that power or resource you've been given. What has been the result? For The Awakening, I'm Dan Will. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.